to Be the Evidence podcast with Susan Grace and Aubrey Matt. The uh, word intense comes up a lot, so much. That <laughs> About the, both of us. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but it, it comes up so much that it almost doesn't have meaning anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, we need another word for this. Yeah. It's beyond intense. Yeah. And then behind that, though, all I can think is like transformational, right? That it's intense. It's pegged with like from the outside, what looks as if it is chaos and it feels as if it's chaos. And from a mental aspect, it's chaos. But in that, isn't there always transformation? Right. And so what does that really mean? What does that really mean? I think that it's difficult to wrap your arms around and like embrace the fact that transformation involves a breakdown. Mm-hmm. It's a crumbling. It's a dismantling. It's a, it's a killing off of what you no longer are. It's a killing a- off of what you thought was what you were going to do ain't, ain't what you're doing anymore. Mm-hmm. It's the tower and the tarot deck. It is the tower of the building is burning. Everybody is fleeing. And what comes afterwards is complete destruction but then you are able to rebuild it is that is the process we are in right now and it's 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 wanting that to happen Mm -hmm. and not and not having resistance of no 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 oh no yes yes you want this you Mm -hmm. want a breakdown of what you no longer are you want a breakdown of things that have been keeping you suppressed you want a breakdown of the lie you've been telling yourself about who you are Mm mm-hmm you want the truth and to get to the truth, you're going to have to crack through the lie. Yeah. True liberation and how terrifying it can be. Um, yeah, I told you yesterday I went and did a sensory deprivation chamber also called a flimp tank for anybody that's not familiar with it. Um, and so you're, you had asked me like, how, how do you do that? Like, are you, do you get claustrophobic? Because for anybody that doesn't know you're in like a, I don't know, a small room that's filled with lots of water and thousands of gallons of Epsom salt. So you float, you're buoyant, but it is completely devoid of all light, all sound, anything. You are just there to be completely deprived of your senses. Right. And I was telling you that there's this moment right before I've always gotten in where I look at the door and I go, Holy fuck. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can lay down and be okay with no noise, no light, no sound, completely trusting that like I'm going to be held and that I can get out if I need to, but I may not be able to like open the door, right? Like there's a part of me that immediately gets triggered of maybe I need to keep the door open. Maybe I should just not do it. Like maybe I need to keep my hand on the door frame, which is perfectly fine, but I have to get to that place where I go, okay, no, you're going to be okay. And you're going to succumb to everything that is trying to liberate you right now you are going to strip yourself of all sensations in order to use this as a true healing. And it's scary. Yeah, it's going, it's going directly into the truth. Yeah. I know people who um, get ready for ayahuasca or ceremony or whatever, and they're right. like, I don't think I can do this. I don't know what I'm going to see. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can handle the truth. Yep. The truth might be like, you're a liar. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck. I don't want to look at that. Right. Yeah. I mean, to get to that place where there's true willingness, where you're like, I don't know what's on the other side of this, how I'm going to make it through, what I'm going to be shown, and to cultivate a willingness to be like, okay, yeah, I'm doing it. There's no other option. 
I mean, who, who knows what the fuck's on the other side, but yeah, I have to do this in order to liberate in order to transform and in order to really feel into the reason why we're being presented with all this fucking intensity in the first place. Because there is a reason. Yes. Because there is a reason. If you are resisting what is, you are hurting yourself. That is suffering. Resisting what is. If something is in your face going, you are not taking care of yourself. Don't make me yell at you. Mm -hmm. If the energy is going, don't make me force you to take care of yourself. And you go, I'm not doing this. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, here it comes. And it gets real loud. It gets real loud and it hurts. Oh, it's and not fun. It's not fun at all. It's not. <laughs> this, my, so I told you I was in the, the float tank and I got a real clear like download or hit or a vision, clarity, whatever you want to call it. And I was told that you have to vibrate very a lot higher. You need to clean everything up. Like no alcohol, no coffee, no nothing. Right. So this morning I get up to teach and it's six o'clock and I immediately go for the coffee. And like, I hear real fucking loud. I told you, you were done with the coffee, put it down. And then I have to go through this whole process where I'm like, but you just got to give me a little, a, a couple of days. So I don't have a headache, please. Like, <laughs> I do the same thing. I have this, I have the same hit that's been coming in very strongly lately of you are going up you're going to have to clean your system out and mm -hmm. keep it cleaned out. And I am not joking. And mm -hmm. I go, well, just one more day. Great. No, this is not a negotiation. <laughs> no, it's not at all. And it gets even more loud. And like, I think one of my girlfriends was like, this is why I don't want to do that. I don't want to have downloads right here. It's because I don't want to hear that shit that I have to give up coffee. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I get it. Cause now there's no going back. Like, you know, you walk through the tunnel it gets through your face of like, Oh, you're a liar. Holy fuck. Now I have to look at where, yeah, actually I've been lying about who I am. I've been lying about what I desire. I've been lying about what I make. I've been lying about my relationship status. Actually you're right. And that does not feel very comfortable to look at, but God damn, is there liberation on the other side of looking at that? Right. That's what's important. If, you're, if we're talking about transformation, it's important that whenever you're looking at a raw truth that is not very comfortable to look at, and it's not necessarily that you're bad. Right. It's, it can be looking at a raw truth of what you really want. And you've just, just been kidding yourself and talking yourself down out of it. Right. Looking at the truth is not because there's some great punishing energy on you. Right. It's that it's trying to get you into the actual truth so that you can be free. Yeah. This is in your favor. Yeah, I think, you know, the truth that it's been coming up for me is like how much, how comfortable it has become to play small of, oh, I want to live an infinite life. I want to be my best self. I want to do all of the things that I was born into this body, into this lifetime to do. But actually the truth that I get to look at is, oh, well, I only want to do it until I'm comfortable. And then, then you have this awareness that comes up and these hits and these downloads that are like, no motherfucker, I told you to step forward and step up and truly liberate and put yourself completely out there because that's what you were put on this planet to do. Do it now. Right. Right. And, and even you and I are, we've, I, we've talked about this often. We're working on a project and right. we've been saying you have to be willing to take a step forward and just keep walking forward. And when yeah. you get a, a, a signal to pivot, just pivot and keep going. Right. And having to walk that when we're like, what if the pivot's wrong? What if the pivot is wrong? Right. And then we had, we had to do that too. And we're like, I trust the life bullshit. Mm -hmm. Remember you've been saying that. 
And we have to trust, we have to trust that life is going to show up under our feet. Yes. Yes. So go all the way, go all the way through it. You can't just go, well, you can, but you're not going to get all the way into your liberation. If you go, I'm willing to step forward until I feel nervous, then Mm -hmm. then you're not willing to step forward. Mm -hmm. So where is all this energy coming from? What's going on in the astrology that's making all of this come up that we are being faced with, like needing to liberate and needing to pivot hard now? Right. So as we record this, uh, it's it's Venus and Moon and Jupiter and Scorpio. Mm-hmm. That energy is opposing Uranus retrograde and Taurus. I'll tell you what all this means. Uranus retrograde and Taurus. Those two are in a square to North Node and Leo, oppose Mars, Black Moon Lilith, and South Node in Aquarius. So the North Node is asking us to love ourselves wherever we are. Mm-hmm. Even whenever we feel like we're falling down and we don't know what the hell we're doing, love yourself even there. Right. Scorpio energy is trying to bring out a truth a hardcore truth that's in your, I mean, it's in your heart, Venus in your heart, moon mm-hmm. in your heart, how you feel. Uranus and Taurus, it's, Uranus is retrograde. It's asking us to consider you are entering into a brand new world and you don't know what the hell this thing is going to look like. And so don't worry about it. You don't get to know right now. You have to keep walking forward and trust and know that this thing is going to take on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. And then the energy in Aquarius, that's the part that I feel a little bit nervous about. I feel like, remember whenever Mars first came through here and I was warning people, don't fall into apathy, right. don't fall into apathy and push away from people to the point that you quit. Right. Now I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little worried that people are going to feel like others are so far away and so not with them that they'll start to get reactionary. Mm-hmm. That's not a great combination. Right. But that, and then that Scorpio energy, which, um, whenever this posts, the moon will be crossing Pluto and Capricorn. Yes. The Scorpio energy is sextiling in a minor grand trine to the Mercury and, uh, and sun energy in Virgo trine Pluto in Capricorn. Pluto retrograde in Capricorn is a breakdown of what you thought was going to last forever. It is mm-hmm. not who you are is to, if it's, it depends on what, ha- what house it's in the structure of who you think you are, the structure of how you think marriages should go, mm-hmm. the structure of what you think your career is supposed to be, the structure of how you're going to show up in your body. I mean, it just depends on where it is in your chart, but it's, it's coming down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Virgo energy is asking us to bring healing energy to the wrongs that need to be righted, but the trap can be that you notice all the things that are wrong and you fall into worry. So there's a lot of breakdown. There's a lot of facing the truth. There's a lot of having to open up to the new, loving ourselves no matter where we are and don't fall into apathy and, re- and being reactionary about that. Yeah. Well, because it's so easy to do, right? Like you get consumed by the worry and then you're reacting from a place of, oh, I've created these worries. I've seen these worries. I've felt these worries. I've thought them all through. So now like I'm holding them as my truth. And so therefore I react from a place where they're actually already happened. Or you, or you're paralyzed and you're not right. willing to move forward. You're yeah. not, we just start shutting down. Yeah. It's the deer in the headlights. Like you mm-hmm. can't do anything, especially I think, you know, you and I've talked about this before that we have a lot of Scorpio energy, so we're pretty comfortable being intense, but for people that are not comfortable with this, I mean, I've had many of uh, responses of like, Oh, I don't know how to handle your intensity. It's a, it's a lie. And not even just like me as a person, but like when things in the world are getting very intense, it can be overwhelming and it can elicit that response of like, oh shit, 
I'm just going to stand here and stare. I had uh, my the example. It's what I feel like is what's going on right now. Is like things are really heated up, right? Like we're looking at this. We were we're we're looking at how do we liberate ourselves? How do we love ourselves? How do we step out of anxiety? How do we step out of worry? How do we trust that we can own our own lives and like actually show up for yourselves, right? Um, and so the memory that just came up was when I was, a, I used to be a cheerleader. You may not know this about me. You're, me too. Are cheerleading. Oh yeah, I like that. <laughs> we have that in common. Yeah. So I, when you're a cheerleader, uh, every summer we would go away for cheerleading camp to learn new stunts and new cheers and all of the, the things. And I went away one year and um, we were at a college campus and I was probably, I don't know, in middle school or so. Anyways, the fire alarm went off in the middle of the night. All hundreds of cheerleaders are fleeing the building, which you can just imagine middle school cheerleaders fleeing a building, right? And then there's me that's sitting in the doorway, just completely frozen, right? Like just watching the chaos unfold. And I think that this energy that we're experiencing right now can feel that way to a lot of people that are not familiar or comfortable with the Scorpio energy of like, I just need to watch it unfold because it's really a lot all at once. Yeah, it's a lot all at once. And first of all, that's the reason you and I do what we do. Right. We show up because for the people who are like, I don't know what the fuck to do in this energy. We're like, it's okay. We got you. Mm -hmm. We got you. Listen to me carefully. Like, Stand up, honey. It's all right. Right. Mm -hmm. that's, that's why we do this. We, we don't want anybody to feel so afraid they can't move. Right. And also to try and show you don't have to be afraid at all. Be willing to walk through a transformation because I'm telling you we're going up, not down. And if I was just saying that and I weren't an astrologer, probably you should blow me off. If I'm just talking about something from page 55 of The Secret, who cares? Right. But, but, I'm, but I'm saying it's in, in the planets that I can point to. I can point to it. I'm telling you, we're going up, not down. No matter how convincing the crumbling looks like we're going down, we're not. Mm -hmm. We're not. But we just have to keep walking forward and reach higher. Reach higher. But I'm also seeing people doing exactly that, where they sort of shut down and go, that's it, I quit. Mm -hmm. Too much, too much. Nope, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Don't you know we all feel that way? We all look up and go, yeah, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Too much. I'm not doing it. But we do it anyway. We do it anyway. I think it's the, it's the vulnerability of being human. We don't have a shell for skin. We're vulnerable. Mm -hmm. An insect bite can hurt us. It, we have emotions. We open up our hearts. We risk being hurt psychologically, spiritually, emotionally, physically all the time. Yeah. That's why I say it's the brave vulnerability that we walk into an unfolding unknown and create new worlds. You have to be really brave to keep coming out here, out from underneath the bed and keep participating because it is an actual, true, real risk that you are vulnerable to being hurt and you're gonna have to go, well, I got me. Mm -hmm. I got my own back. I know how to heal. I know how to protect myself. I know what boundaries mean. And I know how to trust that life is on my side. Even in the moments when you go, I don't know if that's true. All right. It's okay. It's okay. You can, yeah. you can go. Hope I'm not making that shit up in my head. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think you are, but it's a very real feeling to go, oh, damn, hope I'm right about this. Yeah, because, I mean, behind that real feeling of I hope I'm right about this is a whole myriad of worries and self-doubts and ways that we have self-sabotaged that are just anxiously awaiting to attack and come in and consume us. So, I mean, I don't think it's one without the other, right? Like, we can easily come into that place of, like, I hope I'm right about this and to choose it while also feeling like our um, Achilles heels are being yipped at, right? Like the small dogs are coming after him. Like we're being pulled on by the pants strings of like, yeah, but don't you really want to come back to how horrible of a person you are or how this is all going to fail or all of those things that make you not believe in yourself or in humanity. Yeah. And, 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 and all the, the, the worries about, you, that's what you want for yourself. You're not good enough for that. Mm-hmm. You are. Look mm-hmm. at how you treat yourself. Look at how you treat other people. Look how many times you failed. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve that. What are you talking about? And have to go. No. Right. There is. Oh, I'm. There is always the chance to evolve higher. There's always the chance to heal yourself up into what you want for yourself. Always. Yeah. So. You know, I like to always take it to the physical level because that's where I work in the body most of the time. Um, And today I was teaching and I was teaching about um, the digestive tract and the gut microbiome, right? And we've talked a lot before about inflammation, whether we're having inflammation from falling into these these thinking patterns where I'm horrible, I'm never going to achieve anything. Who do I think I am? Like those are inflammatory thoughts or reactive thoughts that make us feel like shit about ourselves, right? To inflammation from storing negative emotions um, and being in anger or being really reactive all the time or having inflammation because you're in partnerships that don't support your highest self or you're eating food that's junk food that doesn't support your true healing, right? So I'm teaching my students about this very thing today of like, okay, your digestive tract, right? This is your gut is now considered your second brain from a science perspective, because we're 10 to one more bacterial cells than we are actual physical cells. We're more bacteria than anything else. And so one of the questions was coming up was like, but can you heal? Can you heal your stomach? Say you've been eating fast food your whole entire life. And we know that the stomach likes to have basically it's got a mucus layer around it that likes to be alkaline, meaning it wants to calm down inflammation, right? We seek to calm down inflammation, not only within our bodies, but within our mental status. This is why we're like, I need to walk in the woods. This is why we say we need to take a shower. This is why we sit with girlfriends, right? Or friends and have tea. We are constantly trying to calm down the inflammation that we're exposed to. Mm. So the stomach can get holes in it if there's too acidic, if there's too many foods that are acidic, if there's too many acidic thoughts. And the question came up, well, can you heal that? And we started to explain that, expose like, yes, that is healable. We can heal this acidity. We can heal the holes in our stomach lining. We can absolutely heal that. However, it takes true commitment and not just a moment of I'm going to eat sauerkraut and drink kombucha today and now I'm going to be completely healed or I'm going to go outside and take a walk around the block and now I don't have any more inflammation in my body like it takes an actual I'm committing to this lineage I'm committing to this path 
where I'm saying, I don't know what the fuck's on the other side of it, but I don't have any other options anymore. I cannot go down the inflammatory of, oh, who do you think you are? Oh, you're not good enough. Oh, I'm going to fill my body with pop and soda and cheeseburgers because it's just this body, right? Like we, it's not an option anymore to do that. And it requires so much of us. It requires a lot of kindness. It does. It's really mean of us to treat our bodies like shit and go, get it together. Right. And it's like, you're beating the shit out of me and go, I don't care. Right. Well, you should feel better. Well, I can't feel better better when I'm dealing with all these things that are stressing me out and suppressing me. Mm -hmm. And so same thing with our, how we treat ourselves mentally, Mentally. emotionally, spiritually. Yes. Like like to keep telling ourselves, you're, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. What are you doing? I mean, it's like, you would never say that to a child. Are you an abusive parent? You're going to sit a child down and go, you will never amount to anything. Right. God, that would be horrifying. I right. can't imagine. I would never talk to a child like that. Right. So why would you talk to yourself that way? Right. It's mean. It is mean. And, there, and I think, especially when we're in this energy where it's easy to be reactive, it's, you know, it can come off as a lot easier to be like, oh, I'm just going to be reactive. Get the fuck out of my way. I'm driving. Like, who do you, hell do you think you are? Move over. Like, we can choose that very easily. We can choose that meanness of like, it doesn't fucking matter if I eat 10 cheeseburgers and follow it down with donuts today, whatever. We can choose that. And the reality is too, then we are going to be, there's going to be responses for it. We're going to feel like fucking shit the next day. We're going to have a hard time getting out of bed because mentally our brains are telling us like, oh, you really did a number on me. You really made me feel pretty bad about myself. Like, I don't know if I can get up out of bed. You know? Yeah. And I don't know if I can trust you enough to show up anymore. Right. If I keep showing up and I keep recovering and you keep beating the crap out of me. It's like if you go to like a nice hotel, Yep. you go to a nice hotel and they've set up this amazing hotel for you. You've got the suite and everything and you trash the place and go see you again next week. The hotel is going to go, no, uh, no, 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 you can't come back here. We're not going to perform for you anymore. Right. Because you treat it like shit. You trash it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving through that and learning how to truly love ourselves and, you know, to release that worry, to release the reactivity. That's the lesson that you're saying is coming from Virgo. Is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not reacting to worry for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm a, I'm a little concerned that people are going to be reactionary about with Mars and Black Moon Lilith at the mm-hmm. South Node. People will become apathetic and reactionary within that space. Um, but that that's tied into the Scorpio stuff. And the Scorpio stuff is not about suffering. It's not about punishment. It's not about trying to scare you. It's saying there is a truth in here and the truth has a gift for you. The truth of you're mean to yourself is not like, oh, well, then I fucking suck. That's not what it's trying to say. It's saying, could you stop doing that, please? Right. It's what is, what is the truth of what's happening? If the truth is that your partner is bringing you severe depression and is gambling the bank account away, having to face that truth is not for you to go, well, how did I get myself in this space? I must suck. No, it means get out of it. Right. Get out of it. 
face the truth of what's happening so that you can become liberated. It's, it's really important to understand that Scorpio energy, transformational energy is not meant to punish you or hurt you or destroy you. It's meant to liberate you, but you have to go all the way through it. Yeah. The liberation piece and the transformation piece, I think that that's the truth of humanity from my perspective, right? The truth of humanity from my perspective is that we all damn fucking well deserve to be liberated. We deserve to be in our optimal health. We deserve to be our infinite selves. We deserve to know happiness beyond measure, to know abundance beyond measure. That is our like humanistic birthright, in my opinion. And the reality of that is we have very few examples of people that are actually living that, that are actually embodied in infiniteness and in liberation. And they are exalted in their vulnerability and they're exalted in the fact that they are listening to their gifts and they are honoring them, that they're keeping company that uplifts them, that they are in communities that help uplift other people and up, help uplift humanity that they're feeding their bodies with amazing foods and amazing water not because they can fucking afford it but because that's what they have created for themselves right like that's them stepping into their ownership of life and i think because we don't have very many examples of that it's like that deer in the headlights again of like uh how do i get there in exactly what you're saying of like we got to keep stepping bit by bit forward. This is exactly why we, we do this platform yes. of be the evidence. You don't, if you don't have any evidence in front of you, if you don't know if this is possible and you go, how in the hell am I going to, how do I know it's possible to become healthy and liberated and out from under the thumb of the, me the mechanism of suppression and fear? How do I know that's even possible? You prove it. Yep. Get up. Stand up, honey. Let's go prove it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's a, it's a knowing. It's a knowing within your being of, I know that life did not create me to sit here and suffer. I right. know it. Religion tells you that you are. There are forces bigger than you that want you to stay small and dependent. They'll tell you that you're, you are. You're meant to stay in suffering. But that's not the ultimate truth. It's not. We are here to come back into our oneness. We're here to go all the way up into being healed. Rediscovering who we truly are, exalted. That's why we're here. Yeah. I keep hearing the term unrelentless pursuit. Let that be your unrelentless pursuit of liberation, of exhaustion, of transformation, and know that other people are doing the same and we don't know how to get there. We're all fucking figuring it out together. We're all being the evidence in our own worlds, in our own lives, in our own ways, because that's the only way we're going to get every single one of us where we're going. That's right. And if you're walking on planet Earth at this very moment, you also don't know what the hell you're doing or you wouldn't be here. Right. It's okay to not know. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to doubt. It's okay to feel lost. It's okay. Everybody does. Mm -hmm. Everybody wakes up and goes, I don't know what the shit's going to happen today. Wow. Mm -hmm. And we do it anyway. Yeah. We do it anyway. I have a quote that I think is the perfect um, thing to share right now that just came in. Okay. So 
It's from Anais Nin. Do you ever read her? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So she says, whenever you do something that is not aligned with your yearning of your soul, you create suffering. That's what we are trying to transform. Doing things that are not in alignment with us any longer. Not choosing ah, the suffering. That. Yeah. Think about, think about that. What she's saying, suffering is the resistance of what is. Right. If you're not in alignment with your soul, you're resisting against your soul. Yes. What is, is something higher. It's never something lower. Thank you for listening in to the Be The Evidence podcast with Susan and I. We are really grateful that you are here, that you're showing up, that you're willing to be seen, and that you're exploring these conversations. Thank you. If you're curious at all about the offerings and the readings that Susan and I do, I would really urge you to go to our websites. There you will find a lot more information about who we are and the services that we have. Susan can be found at susangrace.org, and I can be found at aubreycara.co. For all of our listeners of the podcast, we have set up a Patreon page specific to you guys. There you will find um, services that are not available to anyone else, and you can find us on patreon.com backslash be the evidence podcast. When you're there, there are two different options for you to have access to a guided meditation and or a reading with Susan and I both. If you ever have any questions or comments or feelings that you'd love to share or stories about how the podcast is resonating with you, we would love to hear them. Please feel free to reach out to us at betheevidencepodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, please know we are deeply grateful for all the ways that you are showing up. We see you. We hear you. We feel you. Thank you. Mm -hmm.